This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You're always scum. Rebel Scum. <laughs> Rebel Scum Podcast. I'm Brock. This is James. And episode hey 200. And, um, we're here to talk about Star Wars. James, what's up? Uh, not much. Uh, some Nothing much has happened in the world of Star Wars lately. So there's not much to talk about today. <laughs> um, unless you are, are a fan of not The Mandalorian, which from what I can gather on Twitter, uh, people are not. So, yeah. So, I mean, it sucks. Have you noticed that? Like, people uh, always yeah. hate Baby Yoda. I don't get it. I I, 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 I don't get it. But we're going to talk about this trailer that dropped on Monday Night Football. Did you watch the football game, Brock? Because you're a big football guy. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I was like, yeah, sports. Boom. Um, yeah, that trailer. I was going to have to buy tickets afterwards. Like, that trailer. Amazing. Uh, and it's like, it's nice to see, like, right off the bat, the, like, the, the vibe that we got from the end of, I guess, yeah, um, Book of Boba Fett. Book that, like, Fett? yeah, it's like, yeah, we're going to Mandalore. I'm like, oh. Oh, nice. And, like, you'll have to forgive me. I only watched the and I felt like I had to watch it a bunch of times to get all the little hidden nuggets that are in there because there's so many fast things happening. Um, I don't know. Did you pick out anything outside of, like, the main story that, like, stood out for you in the trailer? I know a lot of people are trying to find things that are in there, and I don't think they gave us too much. I think it was just like mm. a little basic stuff. Get pop. It was obviously really cool to see, uh, you know, Baba Frick in there. But we, these are things that we knew we were getting. Yeah. So I don't think they, they, I don't think they threw anything at us to shock us. I think that's going to come later in the season. But I do have the trailer here. We can try to play it. My internet on this laptop oh. is. I don't get it. It's really bad. Like I'm gonna probably switch to my phone after we play this trailer because for some reason okay. it works out. But if I plugged in my phone and tethered, it wouldn't work either. So we're gonna try this right now. We're gonna play a little bit of the trailer. This is a surprise to you. I just decided to do this earlier. Andrew Fantasia <laughs> was supposed to do the odds with us today, but he kept crashing my computer. So let's just add this to the stream here. Like stars so right away. I mean. I've seen people complain, Brock, that, that, uh, it's positive there, that you have to watch Book of Boba Fett 
this show now, season three. Like, you have to watch Book of Boba Fett, and people are complaining about that. And uh, my response is, uh, shut Check up. up. <laughs> and watch Book of Boba Fett. Like, Book Just of watch Boba Fett. It. It, it, yeah, it, like, it, 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 it directly it directly connects to the Mandalorian. Like, Book of Boba Fett is a direct spinoff of the Mandalorian. So you kind of have to watch and, Book Mandalorian to understand Book of Boba Fett and vice versa. And it's all part of the same universe. Yeah. And they they did do the courtesy of, like, just watch the last three episodes. Like, it's not like you have to watch anything, really, Yes. in the first part, I guess. Do you? Wait. No, you really don't. Because, like, all the characters you see... No. You've already met through Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's the, that's the thing, so, you know, I talked to Andrew about this uh, on recently a while ago, but like, we com- we complain for years that these things aren't connecting, and now they're connecting, and we're complaining that they're connecting. Yeah. And it's like, it's good. And the, the other complaint I have, it's going to come up in a little bit, it's like, people are complaining that battle droids are in it now. It's like, so you're complaining, and Order 66, it's like, you're complaining that Star Wars is in Star Wars. I don't get it. Like, it's Star Wars, man. This is what we like. Like, I, look, I love Andor. I love that Andor wasn't connected to it. Like, you know, it didn't feel like it had all that stuff. And Acolyte's going to be cool at that. But shut up, man. It's Star Wars. That's yeah, what we're yeah, here yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. I'm here for That's your cool. Ewok hat. You know, I'm here for the stuff that I know. All right, let's hit play. Tell me what to stop if you want me to stop it. Stop. Being I guess it's Lord. Get a new ship. Is not how to fight. Yeah, like seeing this ship, you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this. How can you? Yeah. will never be lost. Back to uh, Navarro. Navarro, yeah. And like that carriage like, funeral. What do you think? The new getup looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm glad we get the armor. The armor, armor. The armor who's going to be in Toronto for Toronto so Comic Con in March, apparently. Forgiven until for my transgression. Oh, really? Awesome. Yeah. The Mandalore, yeah. Right. Now, this droid, are we like expecting that droid to be Amy? And then, of course, Kelly Motto's back. This is the way. I think there's just about five. There's something So, I got to pause it here. So, my first thought is obviously that's Coruscant, right? Yeah. Um, people are speculating that it's Hosnian and Prime. I'm still thinking it's Coruscant, but I did say mm-hmm. with Andrew, I'm kind of I like Hosnian and Prime because I think it's like lame in The Force Awakens. That being said, you can make that for me, yeah. like like what the Clone Wars do for the prequels with you, you could do with Hosnian and Prime for me and like make it because yeah. I thought Coruscant got blown up in The Force Awakens. I'm like that's powerful, but I've never heard of or seen Hosnian and Prime. So if this yeah. show can lead to Hosnian Prime and make me care about it, I, I'm all in on that. But I still think it's Coruscant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll hit play yeah. then. <laughs> Big enough you. Uh, oh, and that's also what we just mentioned there, Jim's by the way. Yeah, but he mentions kind of like the first order is coming. Right, like yeah, that's what he's yeah. kind of saying. That like, there's it. a big threat on its way that you can't stop. And so I'm wondering if that's when this show's going to pivot into a direction that is more Mandalore focused than uh, Imperial focused, right? Because that's it. But we'll still get it because of the Grogu mm-hmm. and, and, and cloning and all that. 
but Din's going to be like, okay, I've got to focus on this. This is more important so we can maybe fight that threat that's coming up later on. It'll be too late. Is that Anakin? Because the battle boys, you know my boys. That's always exciting. Heavy's my favorite. <laughs> this person, I saw people speaking of this Zeb. Clearly not Zeb. I thought that was a Wookiee for a hot second when I saw it first. It's some, I don't even, we probably might not even get a better glimpse of it than that. Imagine that thing kills the Mandalorian, kills Din Djarin, and, and maybe Yoda is the Mandalorian. <laughs> I do think people miss the point on the show that this show is about Grogu as much as it is about Din Djarin. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't, going back to what you were saying, that people are like, you have to watch the other thing. I'm like, based on what? You haven't seen an episode. Like, you could probably watch the first episode. It'll have the recap and it'll tell you everything you need to know. Like, absolutely. Or if well, you're people like, are complaining wow, that sounds interesting. Go watch it. Like, seriously. People are complaining that, that Grogu wasn't away from Din long enough. And I'm like, again, based on what? On your presumption? Yeah. On, on your own, like, head can't... Like, no, these people have a story that they are telling in place. There's a reason why things are happening the way they're happening. Whether he got back in Book of Boba Fett on the first episode of Mandalorian, you're going to complain that they've been gone too long. But the point... Like, there's something... There's a purpose to what's going on, and we got to let it play out. Yeah, yeah. And Book of Boba Fett was last year, right? Beginning of last year. Right? Or 2021. Yeah. So it's just like, why are we talking about this now? Like, you could have easily said this, like, a year ago. So it's just like, it seems bizarre. Just, but, like, you sent me that really cool Instagram or, thing about, like, how the good thing about Star Wars is that to fix, like, yeah. or not fix, to, like, make... Star Wars more understandable. The solution is more Star Wars. So like... yeah, yeah, that was uh, who's oh I gotta we gotta give credit to to who said that. I forget that, that really who it was. It was really cool. I'm like, I'll find, I'll find it. Yes, because it, it was such a, it was like nothing genius being said, but it was the most. No. I mean, it probably won't go viral because it's so true. It's unofficial Star Wars on Instagram. Unofficial Star Wars is. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly what you've been saying for years about the prequels. You've always thought the Clone Wars, I mean, you yeah. not that you thought, like the Clone Wars flesh out things that yeah. happen, and they, like, they're they very good at at knowing what they're doing and fixing it. And that's why I like the issues that I have, you have, whoever has with the sequels, I feel like they're going to get resolved. That's why I mentioned Cosmic and Prime. I don't think it is, but I'm still like, Yo, give me some Hosni and Prime. Because I'm not against Hosni and Prime. I just, when it blows up, I have no emotional connection to it. Because I don't even, make, like, I didn't even know it was Hosni and Prime when it got blown right. up, right? That's what I mean. It's like, give me something to feel. And that's what these shows can do. And they already kind of did that. They started to with Snoke already in season two. Obviously, something's up with Grogu. We see the, the cloning doctor driving around Coruscant or whatever in this one. Yeah. We hear about the threat, like. That's what Star Wars is good at. It's backtracking. Yeah. People call it red conning, yeah. but it's backtracking. It's like I mean, You're right though, freaking, like the, the originals did that. 
like Coruscant, we don't see a ton of in the original. Well, in the prequels, yeah, we do. But like, it was a big deal, like until it got explained to us. And like, a lot of regular viewers probably won't be like, whatever. But like, blowing up Coruscant would have been a lot more profound. Um, but at the same note, it's like when you think about it, it's like blowing up Alderaan. We're like, whoa, that's crazy. But like, it is until like maybe you watch it a bunch of times and you understand what has happened to like. Like, uh, well, yeah, my thing general, is, but then, like, Alderaan's all... but like, Obi Wan says it's as if a thousand voices yeah. screamed out in pain and were suddenly silenced, and you're really like, Oh, right, there are people on that planet, like, and they, Leia they also literally just did genocide, <laughs> but Leia also mentioned they're a peaceful planet, right, with all that stuff, like, exactly, mentions that as well. Whereas Hosni and Prime's just kind of like, We're gonna blow it up, but then you Come see on. a laser beam. And, and somebody goes, yeah. oh, look, a red... And it's like, but I don't even know. I guess there's a deleted scene of that character coming out on the balcony, but I just... Mm. Like, when it was... I didn't want them to blow up Coruscant. I'm not saying that, but I know what Coruscant is, so it has more impact to what's going on. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and you know, the other difference, too, is that New Hope, that's your number one movie. This is number seven. This was number seven. Like, you've got planets you could have gone back in the well and it's and it's kind of true about star wars like they do loss very subtly like in when you watch uh last jedi you're like who is this bomber but it's like it turns out that's Paige, and her sister is rose who's a character you will follow so it's just like it's just sort of like here it is and you're like well that person died that sucked but then you're like oh they're not just a person yeah. they're not just a random background character they're a family member so it's like they, Star Wars doesn't like they do. It shows loss, obviously, but it's like very subtle, right? And you, you just said something that it's always stuck out with me, and that's you're like, oh, it's a family member because George Lucas always said it's about family, and I feel like what a lot of the fans want is they don't want that, but I think, and you know, the thing is, we can go back to Ray Skywalker, Ray Palpatine, Ray Nobody. And I know mm -hmm. people want to Ray Nobody, they want to Ray this for that. I think Ray Nobody works if you are walking away from the Skywalker saga, but when you're in the Skywalker saga, I'm not going to say my problem with it or my issue with it, but for lack of a better word, because it's early in the morning for me. The problem with it is, is if Star Wars isn't about family, then what's it about, right? So if you're in the Skywalker saga, they have to kind of connect in that way for it to matter to that story. Again, if you're going away from it and you want Rey to be the the focal point of the next saga then she could be ray nobody but because of in that in this movie what is the point of ray nobody in the skywalker saga like like mm. you know do you know what i mean like don't call it the skywalker saga and it's, it's about anakin it's about luke then it's got to be about the next one which could be ben so you know it, 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 it does make me think about like the ray nobody i'm like oh it's just the story of aladdin i only think of that because i got home and yeah. Rihanna was watching the live action <laughs> aladdin it's like yeah he's just a guy that happens to find a wizard so <laughs> yes yeah no it's true it, it but that yeah like i have no problem with the ray nobody but in but when you're making it in this universe in this saga then i i, I and i'm not saying I, I really love how they ended up playing it out or anything but i think it needed to connect in a way she needed to connect because that's what it's about it's about that isolated group of characters right like empire strikes mm -hmm. back isn't about the other rebellions it's about han leia chewie yeah. on the falcon they meet up with like that's who it's about it's about this and 
when you start to branch off with everybody, and that's what the books and the comics can do all they want because it's different. Yeah. But when you're telling a movie, it's got to be there has to be the focal point, there has to be the heart of it, and there has to be the emotional connection. And that's why I mean, where you like family, George Lucas always said that, and that's what is so important about it. And yeah. people complain the galaxy feels small, and it should feel small. The galaxy doesn't have to feel big when it comes to the characters that we're following. Like, you know, you, when you watch a movie, you're watching specific characters, and it's always like kind of. You know, it's like, oh, of course that happened to this character. But that's because you're that's who you're following. And that's Star Wars is following these characters. So the, the next one, whatever's up next, they can follow whatever they want. Just but when you're in the when you're in this time period, it's gotta kinda all connect and, and you gotta have emotional stakes and family is the best way to do that. Yeah. It the galaxy's like Olive Garden. Because when you're here, you're family. <laughs> Do you still dream of going to Olive Garden? No, I've moved on to bigger and better things. Plus, pasta like pizza. my wife is vegan. Yeah, pasta. Although, like, did I tell you this? I was like, we went to Boston Pizza, and I hadn't been there in years the other night. And I was like, wow, look at all the stupid things on this menu. I want to eat all of them. <laughs> what did you end up getting? Fries. <laughs> so, um, yeah. No, well, like it's you know, my wife is vegan, so it's like certain places are like, it's like, um, (laughs) one thing though, we haven't really talked about there's people with lightsabers in this this trailer. Like, we kind of have to assume it's a flashback because this era is there's only Luke and that's it. It, Would it be amazing if it was a current day, a current moment? Like, like, what? (laughs) Because. Luke is starting his academy. We see it in Book of Boba Fett. I think it's still too early for that. I think this is Order 66. I think you're continuing, right, too. I think continuing the Order 66 that we got in Book of Boba Fett, um, mm-hmm. which I'm all in on. I don't know what people are complaining. I'm all in on that. Give me all of that. I mean, that is such a crucial event in Star Wars, and it's also a crucial event in Grogu's life. And this show... I think I think there's like that misspelling, the misinterpretation of the show being the Mandalorian and Din Djarin's and Mandalorian, but it's it's him and Grogu, like they're the yeah, two leads, yeah. and that's a big part of his story. So, however, we're gonna get that flashback, I don't know, but I'm yeah. I'm excited to see it because who rescued him? Why did they rescue? I think the bigger question is, and you know, my problem with the sequel trilogy a lot of is like, why? Why did they rescue Grogu? That's what I want to know. Like, I don't want it to just be like a random, like, oh, there's a character. Like, why was Grogu rescued? Was he always special? Is he Yoda's child for real? Like, there's so many. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I'm suggesting yeah. that at this point. Like, there's got to be something special about mm-hmm. Grogu, and it's been since day one, right? Yeah. Now, Brock, the one thing though. Sorry, I've got to side act Brock for a second because I just said that in episode one, which I haven't watched in a while, like the very, very first episode, Din is given the, the bounty. He's like he's he's dead or alive, right? Mm-hmm. But then, as the season goes on. It's mostly they want him alive. So what, is that like a, a writing gap or did something change along oh, the way with Baby Yoda? Mm. Right? Because if you think, because the first episode is like, like IG, whatever, like, well, we got to kill the baby. If he's like, no. And, he, and then later, like, the mm. client is always like, I want to see the baby. But what if the baby was dead? I don't. <laughs> um, yeah, that's an interesting one. Like, um yeah no i didn't even think about that like i think uh the flashback to order 66 i think it'd be really really cool if they shot it 
almost identical, but from a different angle as the one that's in Obi-Wan, uh, where you uh, see uh-huh. like some working something like that into there. Actually, like, this this one kind of reminded me more of the Obi-Wan flashback than the Grogu flashback. Yeah, yeah. And, that, yeah. and that's kind of funny because I was like, oh, that was in Boba Fett. I'm like, no, that's in Obi-Wan. It's like, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> it's all the same event. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like... Exactly. And then you know what they should, back. like, yeah, like, that is something that you should watch that they could do in 20 different shows and you should never remember what show that it happened on because it should be one big event. Right, right, right. That's right. a good point. Yeah. So that'd be sweet, but uh, man, now I'm feeling like I should rewatch Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett. Like, and Obi-Wan. I'm currently watching Total Side Akbar. I'm currently watching the first season of Yellow Jackets, and that show's awesome. <laughs> if you liked Lost, you'll love the show. Anyway, I, think back I got to, to the I got to the second episode of Yellow Jackets. Mm-hmm. I started watching The Last of Us. Yes. That was I good too. One, Both those shows episode. have Star Wars connections too, because like the cur- the girl that plays young Natalie is Droog or something or Mar- Darsh. I'm not sure. In Book of Boba Fett, she's one of like the neutrinos biking gang. So Darsh, the main girl. Yeah, she's uh, yeah. Darsh, the main one, the main one. Yeah, whatever. And then of course, like Pablo, Pablo, Pedro Pascal. Yeah, as uh, in uh, Last of Us, like that show was. I didn't play that game? game, and I'm like, oh ooh. <laughs> so I never played the game. I have the game. I, I got it for like oh, dollars. <laughs> I thought I thought Aaron would really like it, so I'm like, Aaron, play this game. And she played the beginning, and she couldn't. She's gonna get back in it because she really liked the show. But yeah. it's funny because she didn't like the game because I think the game was watching a lot, like you're watching a movie. Yeah, basically. It's a lot of so she's like, she actually got bored. She's like, I don't want to play this anymore. So she stopped. But we're watching the show. And then they got to a point in the really early on, and mm-hmm. she goes, "Oh, <laughs> uh, and like she knew, like I had, I wasn't there when she played it, mm-hmm. and so she knew, but she stopped playing it right before. I guess I won't spoil the show, but there's a major event that takes place twenty yeah. years before the show kind of begins, right? Right. And she stopped playing it right before that event, so she didn't know that that's. <laughs> So when it happened, she was, oh, okay, yeah, I stopped right here. <laughs> and then the big thing happened. Like literally, like I'm like, how did you stop in the middle of this? But um, yeah, it was it was a it was a pretty good show. It was a hard episode though. Jeez, I was like, cut this into four next time. Great. <laughs> Such it good, looked great. Though. It was like great TV show. happening. It's fantastic. But then speaking uh, of like, TV like, happening, I I did not watch. Bad batch. That's <laughs> like, oh, I forgot. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. The problem for me with bad batch is I have the four month old, and then Aaron doesn't really doesn't watch those ones, so just find mm. the time. And I'm working every day, so it's like it's just finding the time to sit by myself mm. and watch it. It's just not there. So I probably will find a day mm-hmm. at some point and just sit down and binge either the whole season or whatever I've, I've missed at that point. Even though I hate binging, I'm sure I can. I'm sure I can suck it up for Star Wars. I'm usually pretty good. <laughs> With opinion, Star Wars, um, Yellow Jackets. I'm surprised you can watch Yellow Jackets. It was pretty gruesome. Oh no, it's, I had no problem with that. TV TV violence is is easy to get through, but I love that that show is like great. I was like, oh, that's nice. Like, so <laughs> I'm probably gonna crush yeah, the rest just, of the season today. They're doing season two too. So, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I I haven't watched the I trailer. Never, I'm like, oh. 
when I finish, I'm gonna watch always, the trailer. I was uh, Ivan. A friend Ivan said you should watch it, so I put on the first two, but I think I couldn't do it. I was just mm. it was a little a little too much for me. Um, yeah, I'm surprised you can watch it. It's pretty. It's more gruesome than like it was though. <laughs> really? It I, is. I like watching happy people on TV. I, I just <laughs> like I don't need to watch. Yeah. I watch Happy Days. And uh, what other shows have happy in the title? If it was called Happy, there's, a, Jack, there's that show that is just called Happy with an exclamation mark. Is it really? I gotta find that show. Is it happy or is it like? A, no, <laughs> it's based on a comic where this like retired cop is down is like in bad shape and someone kidnaps his daughter and he's got like a drinking problem and he sees like a, a oh. blue horse a little blue flying horse named happy that helps him solve the mystery oh that's with uh what's his face chris uh, maloney yeah and pat oswald's the voice yeah, yeah, yeah. pat oswald is amazingly like he's got like he's got the voice acting in all the big things yeah. now like he's modok he's pip in like the eternals like that guy is busy constantly <laughs> Um, he was on Celebrity Jeopardy recently. And I, haven't oh, really? Jeopardy for, I haven't seen Jeopardy in forever, yeah. like since I don't know, like the '80s probably. <laughs> and Aaron, Aaron was, it was Aaron just started watching it. I was making dinner and Aaron was watching it, and it was Celebrity Jeopardy. And she never heard of anyone on. Like, I was like, like the questions were really easy because I was yeah, getting oh, yeah. like I was in the kitchen. I'm getting. She's like, oh wow, you're getting them. I'm like, Aaron, it's celebrity Jeopardy. These are like grade school questions. She goes, what? There's no celebrities on. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's on so, this. Like, I was like, well, he's literally in everything that you like. I'm sure he's been in something she's seen, but I couldn't yeah. think of it. I'm like, well, you've seen a Ratatouille, and then I was realized I don't know if she has seen Ratatouille. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was really funny. She, she, uh. He, I wonder if Patton Oswalt will make an appearance in Star Wars at some point. I feel like he's the one from like the Filoni Favreau verse that hasn't uh, that that should be. I still want Vince Vaughn to show up at some point. But, yeah, yeah. But oh my God, just imagine Vince Vaughn and John Favreau just coming like Imperials, but they're their swingers characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, the trailer was like solid. It was exciting to have. Um... I can't, and it's like, I know we were like a month ago being like, oh, when are we going to get stuff? I'm like, I can't believe it's coming. It's like, yay. <laughs> I, it's funny because earlier that day, I'm like, look, I'm going to watch this trailer, but I don't need this trailer. And I'm yeah, really exactly. not excited for the trailer because I'm watching the show. Like, like it's not like this is going to be the make or break for me. And it's not reminding me that it's coming. Like, I'm already there. Mm. I want to see less. Like, I don't know if they spoiled anything in this. I'm hoping this is all from the first episode, you know? I'm sure it's not, but I'm just like, I, I'm going to watch it. You don't need to 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 show me any more trailers. I don't need any. But then I said, of course, I'm going to watch it. i probably watch it a thousand times, and I did, and I love it. And, and I don't think they're spoiling anything. I think there's, I think this show and Star Wars as a whole, with, their, with the exception of casting these roles, but they've been really good at hiding like, the big things. Mm. Like of all the castings we got, I don't think we heard Cad Bane was coming in Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, I, like there's things that they still are able to hide, and, and Grogu is still the biggest, best kept secret <laughs> yeah, that yeah, they yeah. ever had, right? Like that's up there with Luke, I am your father, as a, as a secret being kept. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, yeah. yeah, let's do it. But one last thing about Star yeah. Wars. I finally got my hands on some High Republic books uh, and reading them in order. So I've got Quest of the Hidden City, which I think is a young reader's one. Uh, Star Wars, The Path of Deceit, which I think is like young adults. And then Convergence, which is like the main. And mm-hmm. so far in which is uh, Quest of the Hidden City, it's like they haven't even like it's, you know, we're Jedi. Here's droids and we're on ships and like the hyperspace lanes aren't mapped. So they're like mm-hmm. literally just talking about let's map the thing. But there hasn't been any mention of any pre-existing characters. There's not even mention of planets that you know. So it's like it is kind of weird that they're doing this. It's it's interesting. Like don't get me wrong. It's it feels like Star Wars, but it's just like <laughs> you now have to rename, re re learn all or learn these new characters that you're like all these new names. <laughs> like I couldn't tell you one of the names yet. I'm only like forty pages in. But like it is. I I think it's good. And I will give a better review once I'm done all of what's out currently. But it's just like, it's like, why are you doing this? <laughs> you set up a really cool universe and now you're backtracking another 50 or 100 years. And I'm like, we cool. I, I don't know. Maybe it'll make sense at some point. But I'm like, that's a lot. It's like, hey, if you want to watch the new Ant-Man movie, you have to watch all 30 of the other <laughs> movies and and all the shows. No one's going to want to jump on that. It does seems like an odd move, but maybe time will tell on it. You know, you brought up Ant-Man. And I've been, I've been talking to a couple people and I said, you know, I am not excited for that movie at all. I said, <laughs> but do you want to know the, do you want to know the truth though? I guarantee you when I do watch it, I will really <laughs> enjoy it. Like, okay. cause that's how it was with both. Like you were like, let's go see the first one. And I went with you and I was like, I really like that. And then the second one yeah. came out, I'm like, I don't really want to watch it. Then I watched it. I was like, I really like that. I feel like the third one's going to be the exact same. Where I'm not going to watch it, and then I'm be like, damn it, that was really good. I might be wrong. I don't know. But the first, if it goes like the first two did, then then I will. Yeah. Um, all right. Let me tell you odds. Here, let's do it. Go. I mean, I'd rather a good movie than a bad movie. Yeah. Getting an asteroid field is approximately three thousand seven hundred twenty-one. Never tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds brought to you and me from patreon.com slash podcast. If you like what we do, come and support us. We would greatly appreciate it. Just like we appreciate the following people. Heidi Fetter, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Stanforth, Rez, Scott D, Josh Price, Matt W. Frank Perkins, Mio Lowry, Cosmic Girl 02, Blue Play 1, Disney Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Dale Erdman, Girls with Sabres, and Boom. I'm gonna say that one really fast because uh, <laughs> James Gunn hates him. <laughs> right. Andrew's Fantasia was supposed to be here for the odds, but my computer kept crashing, so mm. he won't join us. It was only audio this week, anyway, so I'll just say it in his voice. Oh, hi everyone, this is Andrew. Um, <laughs> that's how he sounds, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> will Grogu will Grogu join Ezra at some point? Is are, will Ezra and Grogu kind of? Go together and maybe start a Jedi yeah. order somewhere far, far away. That would be super fun. Um, hmm. I'm gonna go full Brock on that because it's like I want it to happen, but I don't know if it will. So 50 50. I'm gonna go 41% just because I was going last week. 
food okay. penalty. So I'm only 41%. I, I think it's right. a, I think it would be cool, but I don't think it's going to happen just because. Is that whether they're stretching that out or not? I don't know, but yeah. it's four seasons. Like, does Grogu carry on to a different show? I mean, all these shows are kind of connecting now. So I don't know. We're going to see. We'll find out. Uh, but 41% for me. Our next talk. Here we go. <clears throat> Will the Rebels crew appear on Mandalorian Season 3? As Harris oh, Season be... 3. Not in Ahsoka? Yes. Not in Ahsoka. Yeah. So Mandalorian Season 3. I should have probably put all of that in the odds. <laughs> Will mm -hmm. appear? I think they're going to appear in Ahsoka for sure. Uh, I was going to go 95% for Ahsoka, but I'm going to say, I, I like that idea. Let's do it. But like, uh, I'm going to go 25%. Like Dale's going to last out of that would piss Luke off. He got the cute kid to train in there. <laughs> Luke got <laughs> solo. <laughs> that would, and then Luke goes evil. Uh, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go 77% on this. I don't think the wow, whole yeah. crew, I don't think Zeb's going to show up, but I, I think we're going to get Sabine for sure. Um, yeah. Okay, so I guess I should rephrase that. I'm going to go like 1% for the whole Rebels crew and 75% mm. for Sabine, maybe mm. like a chopper. Yeah. And it'd be really cool. I know he was in Rise of Skywalker, but Freddie Prince Jr. hearing his voice one more yeah. time or yeah, him as a Force Ghost coming as Kanan would be kind of. Yeah. That'd be awesome. But then, but then the, the, the thing is, though, is like, you know, you use him as Kanan, but then you change Sabine. And you change Ahsoka. It's like, yeah, it's they, really they, they, they kind of do flip flop though. There has been other ones that they flip flop. So I think Freddie Prince Jr. would work as as came mm -hmm. though. All right, and our final lot today, will Boba Fett and Beth Fennec Shand appear and lead into a second season of the series? So they're going to show up in Mandalorian season. Two oh yeah, that will that will branch off to season two of Boba. Of Boba. You you can't collect all these man other Mandalorians and not have Boba Fett show up at some point. So I'm going to go 100. percent But will it lead to season two of his show? I think so. Uh, I think it's only fair if you're going to take one of their episodes and give it to Mando that you give us one of your episodes. Do it. Why not? It was a great move. And it's, it was like, whoa, I can't believe this. This is awesome. Like, do it. So I, I love Book of Boba Fett and I know I'm on the minority. Um, but I think, yeah, you do it and then you make Boba, Boba Fett badass and all the stuff that people want just to appease them and sell your toys. Mm, yeah. Whatever. I'm going to go 60. 3.97% on that one. Let us know where you're... Does Luke know Ezra? I don't think so. I gotta say hmm. no. Uh, yeah, I would say no. I'm gonna say no. Let's know. Alright, let us know your odds in the comments below or in the live chat to the side. Brock, you got some news? Let's do it. Let's go with the hall of news. Da 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 hall of news. Da 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 hall of da 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 Hello news, the news you need to know right now. The latest trailer for The Mandalorian has scored record viewership numbers for a preview of an upcoming Star Wars television series on Disney+. According to Hollywood Reporter, the second trailer for The Mandalorian Season 3 has managed to rack up 83.5 million views in the first 24 hours after its release. For frame of reference, the previous, rec uh, the previous record holder with regard to Disney Plus shows in the Star Wars franchise, Obi-Wan Kenobi managed to amass approximately 58 million views, which is still more impressive in its own right. This is a good sign for the third season of The Mandalorian, given the initial teaser for the third season seem, perform, seemingly performed below expectations. Not likely, 
likely not helped by bootleg copies of it leaked after the Star Wars celebration and it's taken months to release officially at Disney D23. But clearly the long way between the second and third season hasn't led to a lot of appetite for more stories about the continued adventures of a Mandalorian and his adopted infant Jedi. Uh, there's also been a large discount put on the Star Wars Star Cruiser Hotel. Disney has approached its first public discounted trip with the Star Cruiser, not by dropping the price of the Star Cruiser itself, but by deeply discounting Disney Resort stays around that experience. With this offer, guests can save up to $700 on a two-night Disney hotel stay immediately before or after their two-night voyage on the Galactic Star Cruiser. This offer is valid for more voyages between February 5th and September 30th, and it varies per resort as follows. Save $350 per night at Disney's Beach Club Resort, Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, and or Disney's Yacht Club Resort. Save $250 per night at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, Disney's Boardwalk Inn, Disney's Contemporary Resorts, Disney's Polynesian Village Resort, or Disney Wilderness Lodge. And also save $150 per night at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort. So if you're looking to try this out, you can save a little money. It's still going to be the same price, but it's better than nothing. And you're not just going to go to Disney for two days. Come on! And in our final story... Uh, Steven Spielberg was talking about George Lucas during a a, a interview recently uh, on, or actually it was on a podcast, uh, Smart List, hosted by Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and uh, and Sean Hayes. He started talking about his relationship with George Lucas, saying at, at the time of the first release of Star Wars, like when they showed like a rough copy of it, people were like, "No, I don't like this." Spielberg and the head of the film studio were the sole supporters of the film, believing that it could be a blockbuster, which at that time was new, a term actually coined in reaction to the popularity of Spielberg's Jaws. And when it came time for Star Wars to premiere, Spielberg and Lucas were together in Hawaii. Lucas was afraid the film might flop, so he reasoned that he'd rather receive a bad news somewhere fantastic, like a beach in Hawaii, than at home. That location led to a unique tradition. Spielberg said, George inaugurated this thing about building... Lucky sand castles. You build it close to the high tide. Then if the sand castle the next morning is no longer there, the ocean wiped it out, your film will be a flop. But if the castle's still there, the film will be a hit. According to Spielberg, the sand castle survived the night and shortly afterwards, Lucas received a phone call revealing that every 10.30 a.m. showing of Star Wars was sold out across the entire country. Magic castles, magic sand castles... Matt's Canada's castle. I don't know, but it's kind of cool. And this has been your Hollow News. Maz Canada, there's someone they can yeah. put into these uh, shows to really make me care. Top five. Top five. Top five. Top, top five today. Top five moments from the trailer. What else could they be? Top oh. five moments from the trailer. My number five, yeah. Brock. Battle droids. <laughs> I, you know how I feel. I'm a yeah, huge yeah, yeah. Battle Droid fan. Look at this. Battle Droid. Battle Droid. Oh, you can't see it because I'm at it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Is it green? <laughs> there it is. There it is. You can kind of like, huh? 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 Oh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Battle Droid right there. This is uh, thanks to our, Phil, our friend Phil Staniforth for that. Battle yes. Droid. Uh, my number five is going to be them flying in their their Naboo 
Star Cruiser, whatever you call it, I can't remember what the model name is. Through the through a hyperspace lane, it just looks cool. <laughs> it looks, I like how exposed they are to the outside. That was actually on my list, and I took it off to replace mm -hmm. it with Battle Droids. <laughs> um, my number four is when the Mandalorians, Mandalorians jump out of the ship with their jetpacks because that's always wild, and I love mm -hmm. that. It's a great shot. Uh, my number four is. Uh, uh, Grogu using the force to hurl whatever that creature is out of the cave and he floats out on the little pram or whatever carriage. <laughs> That's a great moment. My number three is uh, is just Coruscant, just everything about it. It's mostly seeing the doctor and the ship flying around because I, I missed that and I'm glad to see it back. And I'm really, really excited to see that storyline because that was completely absent from the second season, right? Like aside from. Well, no, I guess not. I said from the Snoke, but it was mostly second season didn't really dive into it as much as I think we thought it might. And it's glad to see that come back. My number three is this that that flash of the Jedi's with lightsabers, because you're like, Yeah, <laughs> what's oh, it gonna man. be? We have no idea. All in. All, All in. in. You can't you can't like <clears throat> look, Brock, you know I love Andor. Probably my favorite of all the, the shows we've gotten. in. But it is so nice to see lightsabers and, and stuff and battle droids like Star Wars back. You know what I mean? Like, I love Andor. It probably will probably like it more than this season of Mandalorian, maybe. But ah, it's so nice to see that stuff. I just love that stuff. It looks so great. It's Star Wars. Star Wars, baby. My number two, heavy, heavy Mando. <laughs> Guns a blazing. And I, I'm he's my favorite of the uh, the Mandalorians that we have. I have his Funko Pop. I don't have his Black Series because I'm not a rich man, but uh, mm -hmm. I I really like that heavy. So what's his name? Pax Vizga or something. So anyway, I'm all in on heavy kissing Vizga. Maybe heavy dies this season. Mm -hmm. I can see that happening. I can see heavy having like an emotional death, and Mando being like, "It's all right, brother. I got this." That's my Pedro Pascal impression. <laughs> My number two is that glory shot of all these different colored Mandalorians oh. standing on the rock, and they're just like guaranteeing that, like we're we are possibly seeing the rebuilt the rebuilding of Mandalore as we see later. And it's like I have to go to Mandalore. Like it wasn't a huge shock though. Like seeing all of them, I was like, ooh, yeah. And I was like, so it's yeah. That's my number two. And my number one, you mentioned already, it's Grogu using the Force on that beast thing. I love uh, Grogu. I love seeing him use the Force. It reminds me of the Mugworm sequence, but now he's like a got a lot more. He looks angry, bro. He still looks angry. So I'm really curious to see. Could you imagine if Snoke is just a grown-up Grogu? <laughs> Somehow he got super tall and they cut off his ears. It's like that that Photoshop where it's like tall Yoda. I love that yeah. where they're walking down the hall and he's they just extended his legs down. Yeah. <laughs> My number one is uh, it's gonna be a weird one, but it's the return of Paul Sung Hyung Lee because mm -hmm. in that entire entire episode or sorry trailer, the loudest, the most audible I got yeah. was when he popped on the screen. I was straight up Leonardo DiCaprio from. From uh, Tales from the Lake. Ooh! Ooh! Oh, wait. Does he hold a cup in that thing or is he holding a cigarette? He's holding a cigarette. I think it's a cigarette. Oh, shoot. I was like, did you like that? I was like, I listen. Yeah. I first thought you were holding a chia pet. Ooh! It's just like, yeah, it's great to see him back. So it's like, and Belly Moto, okay? It's like, 
they're ancillary characters, but they're there and they're in every season. It's like perfect. And that's why, you know, that's for me, these are the things that make Star Wars Star Wars. It's like mm-hmm. the Simpsons, right? They're these characters that exist. You can like them, you don't have to, but yeah. they exist in them. That's what makes up the world. And, I, you know, you can complain that the world's shrinking, but I, I disagree with that argument. I think yeah. the world, what's the point of keep, like, if you keep expanding, what's going to bring me back? Like, and that Brock, I always say it, what will separate Star Wars from Valerian? <laughs> it's a valid just saying, point. Like, valid point. at some point you're like you know what separates it uh this has been a 270 oh wow. thanks to dale Edmund for paz vizsla paz vizsla paz vizsla yeah, yeah. sneeze trying not to sneeze brock anything to say um no um watch yellow jackets i enjoy it thoroughly <laughs> I did the sound effect. Man, I can't There's wait a to lot be done. Of, I'm allergic to it. I feel like like uh, uh, friggin' virtual backgrounds just need to go away. What did Dale say here? Got it up there. Are you kidding? Captain Carson Teva wearing a Rancor patch on a jacket? That makes it much more better than Paul's wow. Paul back. Yeah, actually, we haven't talked about that Rancor patch. I think we're going to in the coming weeks because I don't know what the hell to make of that, but it's awesome. Wow. I did not <laughs> I see it's that just at like, all. I feel like that might be his like, football team. Because <laughs> in Attack of the Clones, they have like sports and like that sports bar. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm kind of, I don't want to over-speculate on what that could be just yet, but it was pretty cool that there was a Rancor patch, and I'm yeah. sure I'm sure people hated it. <laughs> Of course. But thanks for, thanks for reminding me of that day. Like I was gonna, yeah. I mentioned to bring up when you were talking, and then we forgot. Um, yeah, great, great patch. Like attention to detail is mm. what this show does best. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to find the shot of him to bring it up. No, let's just do this. Whatever. Oh, that's not what I meant to do. Oh, come on. There we go. Add it to screen. Where is he? <laughs> what point of the trailer does he show up? Is he before this? Is after this. Uh, yeah, a little. Too bad because you had it like before. He was I know. <laughs> there we go. Like, there he is. There's your rank. There's your rank. Oh rank. yeah, I looked at that. I didn't. I didn't. I honestly did not look at that and see rancor. That's amazing. Wow. That's somebody's gonna. Someone's gonna make that as a shirt. And look, there's the rebellion logo on the side there. So there's yeah. something to this. That could just be like his squadron is the rancor squad yeah 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 absolutely whatever but I, but you see the thing is this is you could argue that bringing him into this is shrinking the world but then you add this patch and all of a sudden you're expanding the world because who knows what that means right so expanding the galaxy doesn't necessarily mean new characters or planets it means new patches of rancors on jackets all right 272 episodes in the bag brock anything else you want to say to our lovely viewers today or listeners listeners keep listening Thank you for stopping by and listening and watching what us what we do. So I love you. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much, Taylor. <laughs> and that's how we will. Uh, thank you guys for watching. It really does mean a lot to us. Give us a like and subscribe and all that fun stuff. And until next time, Brock, you were always scum. Rebel scum. Thanks, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video and subscribe to our youtube channel rebel scum podcast for all the latest videos